Ministries, where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. We make many choices in this life, but none as important as who we will serve. Daily, we are faced with the choice to serve the Lord and follow his commands or serve the devil and go the way of the world. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim Miller takes us on a journey through Joshua 24, 14 through 23, teaching us to choose to serve the Lord in all circumstances and all ways. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministry. Let us pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you with thankful hearts. We're thankful, Lord, that you want to have a relationship with us, that you want to be part of our lives. Lord, that you invite us to come to you boldly to your throne and to make our request that we could get the help we need when we need it. We're thankful, Lord, that you said if we would ask, that we would receive. And if we would seek, we would find. And when we knock, you'll open it unto us. Lord, we are grateful that you told us that we could call unto you and you would show us great and mighty things which we don't know. And Lord, as we begin this message in Joshua chapter 24, I would ask that you would open all of our hearts and clean all of our minds and allow us to be in a position, Lord, that we could hear exactly what you would have us to say, the things that we don't know right now concerning what you would have for us as we begin to make a commitment and we begin to make a statement that we will serve the Lord, that we will have our household to be upright and righteous through you and through your blessing on our homes and that our homes would be a place where you are welcome and you are honored and you are glorified and you are served. Lord, open our hearts and open our minds and remove me from this message, I pray. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen. In Joshua chapter 24, verses 14 through 23, we're going to come upon a passage of scripture that's fairly familiar to most of us. And we're going to read a verse that is incredibly familiar to probably all of us. But I wonder how many of us honestly invoke that scripture into our lives? How many of us embrace the concept that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord? Beginning in verse 14 of the 24th chapter of Joshua, it reads as this. Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. And put away gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, 
we will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For the Lord our God, he it is, it, he it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, which did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way wherein we went and among all the people and through whom we passed. And the Lord drave out from before us all the people, even the Amorites which dwelt on the land. Therefore will we also serve the Lord, for he is our God. Joshua said unto the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God, and he is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins if you forsake the Lord and serve strange gods. Then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you. After that he hath done you good. And the people said unto Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord. Joshua said unto the people, Ye are witnesses against yourself that ye have chosen you, the Lord, to serve him. And they said, We are witnesses. Now therefore put away, said he, the strange gods which are among you, and incline your heart unto the Lord God of Israel. There are beautiful, beautiful passages in the scriptures, too numerous to speak of. But I have to tell you that my heart always sings with the phrase, incline your heart to the God of Israel. And I I suppose that would be the best place maybe for us to start. Where's your heart inclined to go. When faced with trouble and stress, do you default to a place of hatefulness and meanness and self-reliance? Or do you submit yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time? Is your heart inclined to desire the sincere word of God? Or is that something you endure on Sunday mornings? Is your heart inclined to hear the still small voice that directs your path, instructs the way you should go, that comforts you, that leads you, and that guides you? I submit to you that for Joshua, he could certainly say, my heart is inclined unto God. Because he's made a declaration in this passage of scripture that he's drawn a line in the sand. And he has said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We opened up this passage of scripture in verse 14 with the words, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. Do you fear him? Now, I don't mean as someone who fears someone that there's going to be unjust punishment, cruelty, no love and only hatred. I'm not talking about that kind of fear. I'm talking about the the fear that knows that you are serving a righteous, holy, almighty God who has drawn a line in the sand and that says, be ye holy for I am holy. And so when we stand in his presence and we answer for our works because Romans tells us, so then every one of us shall give account of ourselves unto God. 
Now, those of us who are Christians will not be standing on the judgment seat of God and wondering whether or not we get in because he says, little children, these things have I written unto you that you may know and believe. I know that I know that if I say goodbye world, I'm going to say hello God. But I also know that I'm going to give account of myself for how I have spent my time on earth. Have I invested it into the kingdom? Have I invested it into the things of God? Have I poured myself self into the lives of others? Have I learned and studied to show myself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth? Have I been careful with what God has given me? Those are the things I'll answer for. Have I spent my time in idle thoughts? Is my conversation filthy? Or am I a vessel fit for the service of God because of the washing and the regeneration and the transformation of the Holy Spirit within me? These are questions you need to understand because that's what it means to fear the Lord. Do you know who he is? Do you know his character? Do you know that he doesn't look upon sin? He didn't even look upon his only son when he was dying on the cross of Calvary and the world went dark because he couldn't see sin. He couldn't look upon it. And as Jesus took your sin upon himself, the God, the Father, could not look upon him. Yet I think some of us don't understand that he said, sin not. Do you understand his character? That he's a loving, gracious, merciful God. But that he's also a God of judgment. Do you understand that he wrote 10 commandments in the book of Exodus in the 20th chapter? Take a look at them. Incorporate them into your life. Do you understand that from Genesis to to Revelations, it is the greatest love letter ever written? But there are commands and instructions that we are to live by, standards that we are to live by. We are to be Christ-like, going about doing good. Is this something that you understand? Because when he says, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth, he meant it. What does it mean to serve in Sincerity and in truth. Are you really intentional about serving God the way the scriptures reveal that you should? Do you love your neighbor as yourself? Do you bear one another's burden? Do you come alongside a fallen brother? and show them the word of God, and pray with them, and bring them back in right standing of the scriptures, not in a condescending way, but in a loving way, wanting all that you know to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus? That's serving him in sincerity. See, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. 
Do you do the things you do for God so that someone will see you? Is it a stage and a performance for you? Is life one big stage and you're wanting to make sure that everybody sees anything that you might have possibly done for someone else? Every dollar that you give, are you making sure somebody knows that you've done it? Are you just a willing vessel, a jar of clay in the potter's hand, molded and shaped to do the work that he has designed specifically for you to do? That's sincerity. When your heart's desire is to please the Lord, and your words are spoken in truth, and your deeds match up to the truth of word of God, and you are striving to live in the will of God, that is serving God in truth and sincerity. How about it? Are you serving in truth and sincerity? And then in the latter part of this verse, He says, put away the gods which your father served and serve ye the Lord. See, I think this is where, as J. Vernon McGee would have said, the rubber meets the road. I think we have a lot of little G.O.D.s in our lives and we don't even recognize them. I think it's easy to figure out what they are If you sit down and you look at a 24-hour period and you list all the things that you do and then you add up the time that you spend in each of those activities and at the end of the day and then at the end of the week, you add up where all your time is gone. The place where you're spending your most time, that's surely a God. If it's the house of God, then you're good because it's the right God. You are serving in sincerity and in truth. But if it's the boat, the fishing, the sports, your friends, sleep, watching TV, surfing the net, hanging out on social media, That might be a cause for you to take a look. Because he said to put him first, to seek ye the kingdom of God first in Matthew 6, 33. And all these things shall be added unto you. The things that God gives us for pleasure, for rest and relaxation are not a sin, but when we put them in front of God, they become a big sin. The gifts and the talents that he gives us are to be used for his goodness and his glory. And I love sports as much as the next person. And I love fellowshipping with the people in my church and the friends and family and those in my community. But I can't do that on top of my commitments for God. That can't come first. That can't be the delight of my heart. He said the delight in the Lord. And he'll give you the desires of your heart. He told us to lay up treasures where rust and moth does not corrupt. He told us that where our heart is, there where our treasure be also. He's clear. 
You got to put that stuff away. Even if it's not in and by itself sinful, if you place it in front of God, if it takes all your time, if it's dividing your time away from what God wants you to be doing, if you're placing it before what God has asked you to do, it becomes a sin. And then there are sins that you need to get out of your life. You have to have a commitment for the one true living God. This is what he's requiring of you. This is what he asks of you. And Joshua is explaining to them to choose this day whom you will serve. Right here, right now. This time that we're together. It's time to make a decision. It's time to make a commitment. Are you going to serve God? whose son Jesus was given by him to pay for your sins, who everything is under his feet, who owns the hills and the cattle thereon? Are you going to serve him, the one true living God, who rose from the dead that you might have life eternal, who lives to bless you, who chooses for you to have an abundant life if you follow him? who blesses you daily in Psalm 68, 19, daily he loadeth you with benefits. Whom are you going to serve or are you going to serve the world? For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? There's been plenty of people the devil has drawn astray, working weekends, working extra, so they could... Buy one more thing for their family. But I submit to you that if you just spend half the extra time that you were working, sitting in front of your children, in front of your wife, in front of your family, reading the word of God together, playing in the scriptures, talking about the goodness of God, I promise you that that would return much more for you than those hours working somewhere else. Don't get caught up in material gifts. Be committed to the gifts that God has given you and the people in your life and the skill sets that you have and use them to their fullest with all fervor that others may know him and that you may know him better. And so when you get to this point right here where you have to choose who you're going to serve, it's my prayer that you're like Joshua and you say, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And after he says this, the people he's speaking to says, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. Who are you serving? Is it more important to you to please your wife than it is to please God? Is it more important to you to please your husband than it is to please God? Are your children more important to you than God? Do you have your life out of balance so that you're serving the wrong God? What are you putting before God? Is it work? Is it sleep? Is it exercise? Is it vacations? Is it your friends? 
What is it? Because if the first thing on your mind isn't God and the last thing on your mind at night isn't God, something else is on top of that. If your day is planned around something other than what God has instructed you to do, if you're committed to doing other things other than what God is asking you to do, then something is placed between you and God. And it isn't going to work. See, because it's God who did great things for you. It's God who has saved you. It's God's grace and God's mercy that has sustained you. It's God who gives you your blessings. It's God who preserves you. And he said, I am the Lord thy God. I am a jealous God. Do you commit? He said, put away strange gods and incline your heart unto the Lord God of Israel. I am my own witness in this next statement. I'll have a podcast that many can go back and prove what I have said. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I will lead my house. As men in your homes take a strong stance to lead your house. I'm single and unmarried, but my house has many people coming and going. My house has family, and my house is going to be known as a house where God is welcomed, a house where God is loved, a house where God is honored, a house where God is served. So the things that come into my house I want them to be pleasing to God. I don't let things in through the TV that I wouldn't be okay for God to hear right beside me. There aren't substances in my house that God would not have me to partake of. There's not pictures and books in my house that aren't pleasing to the Lord. Because for as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord. Today is the day, folks, to commit, to be all in, and to put away those strange gods of the world, and to seek ye first the kingdom of God, and to serve God and only him. You are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. 
We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. Greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved. Happy girl.